There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Welcome back, Ryan Kelly. Morning after. It is uh, 9.37 in St. Louis. My time management is uh, carrying over from 101 ESPN. The great James Carlton is in the studios, Doug. And you know what he says? What does he say? Fight. Fight Tiger. Tiger. I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to it. I'm me and the Plowhawk and Jackson. We are all in on the over on six and a half wins. Yep. Yeah, no, I like that. And I saw Plows, he was watching film uh, on Twitter there while I was waiting for you guys. Yeah, you were yeah. watching Missouri game what? film? Look, <laughs> I, I know this is ty- what like universities and football programs do during spring ball. What, 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 uh, what they were that? hyping up this sick catch in midair. <laughs> it was like a three yard slant pattern. Oh, God. With like defenders like half walking. And I'm thinking like. Oh, Never seen that before. I, no. I, I just don't know if no the, one's ever made a catch. I don't like know if the before. tweet was actually worth like the 15 or 20 seconds to upload that video. That's why it's funny reading Gabe's stuff covering practice. They let him watch, you know, drills of running and catching against you know, without any defenders. <laughs> and all these people are asking questions about how guys look. It's it's pretty tough to to give an opinion when they're not even playing a real defense. Um, would you agree with this statement, James Carlton? Huge Missouri fan, NIL guy through and through. And my insurance agent, 314-961-4800, the Plowhawks insurance agent, carltoninsurance.net. You're up to 319 five-star reviews now. A lot, a lot of your listeners. Thank America. you so much. God bless America. Uh, James Carlton, the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, Webster Groves. Make the switch. I did. I couldn't be happier. The game against Kansas State. Oh, it's so big. Is the biggest game of Eli Drinkwitz's head coaching career. Wow. I mean, I, he's that, got, that sounds like I might be Mike Greenberg, but I really believe that statement. I mean, because if they win that, then you're, then you're at most have, I don't even know how you'd have don't lay loss. A, Don't lay an egg against Memphis the next week, of right. course, or Vanderbilt. I, yeah, that, that, yeah, that would be, I guess, so that would be the most textbook Missouri sure. fan experience yeah. as you beat K-State. Not like K-State's the second coming, but still, it's a pivotal well, game. Took their measure last year, for they sure. Did. You're yeah. looking right past the South Dakota Coyotes. I am. <laughs> I'm going am. Thursday night. If they oh, lose to South Dakota, the K-State game no longer really matters. No. True. <laughs> the whole season, nothing matters yeah. if they lose to South Dakota. Eli might not see October if that happens, but... But uh, if if they beat Kansas State, you're you're on a trajectory oh, I know. where I... you really could be five and zero. With LSU is going to have a tough time being undefeated coming into Columbia. Sure they will. They have uh, Florida State in Mississippi Orlando, State, Mississippi maybe? State in Starkville. Yeah, I think they host Ole Miss and they have Arkansas yeah, all before no they slouch. get to Columbia. So with that said, but oh my, Doug, what if it's undefeated Tigers versus undefeated Tigers two thirty mm-hmm. on CBS? How do you do, friends? Well, I'm fine. Doesn't recent history what? indicate that something horrible, something 
totally unheard of will what? happen to Missouri at some Boo. point. Something you've never seen before will occur. If you think about it, though, that 2013 season was pretty remarkable, and something horrible did happen uh, when, when Alan Craig was, hum, you know, struggling to get home that night. That South Carolina game was one of the worst losses I can remember in person. I so. went to bed sad that night about sports, and it was a night the Cardinals had taken a 2-1 lead in the World Series. Yes, that's right. That is in a remarkable I mean, fashion. Too. That is that is so strange, but that's how much that. Because I was starting to really believe that Missouri had a great team that and year. And they did. And they, they clearly did. did. As it turned yeah. out. And they really could have They really could have been the national champions. Now, you say that. I say that on 101. They'd just laugh me out of the room. But, you know. Well, that's a fact. Auburn, we didn't know Auburn, what Auburn was 50 seconds away from winning the national championship. Didn't Michigan State beat Ohio State later that that's night? Correct. We didn't know that would happen. But right. in hindsight, had Mizzou beaten Auburn, they would have played for the national championship against Florida State. That is correct. So, with that all said. September, Doug, is it September 15th against K-State? It's something like that, right around 16th. 14th, 16th? 16th. 11 a.m. start. I'll be there. 16th? That's what it says, 11 a.m. start. And I guess the game against Memphis is the 23rd? Yeah, we don't know that start time yet. That's TBA, yeah. Well, that time hasn't been set for No, they have to wait 12 days, you know, before the game. And so that's why I think ticket sales aren't off the charts yet because people don't know what time the game is, and that's tough. How many people do you think will be at the Dome for that game, James Carl? That's a good question. I mean, those Illinois games used to... If they didn't sell out, they Different were Different animals, you would yeah. acknowledge. Yeah, they were close. Um, let's say 40,000. That sounds about right to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's say about 40,000. Big week for recruiting, by the way. Big, big week. This week Huge. is big. Yes. Big Marcus basket. Allen, Doug. Marcus Allen. Yeah, that's a name easy to remember, right? That's tonight. And then next week, a week from today, we got, and I'll butcher his name, Williams Winery. Doug, Williams Winery. I would argue would be. high school kids are bringing in. Lee Summit? Yeah, Lee Summit North. I would argue that would be maybe the biggest recruiting get since the Rivals era, simply because we don't get five stars from that side of the state ever. What does he play? He plays defensive end. Number one one player in the country, according to On3 and 247. Number three, according to Rivals. uh, To get that would be just remarkable. Now, if Mizzou has a, a lame duck season, obviously these guys aren't signing their letters of intent until December, but that's still just huge momentum. And then Gabe going out on a limb yesterday and putting in a future cast for How Ryan Wingo. That? Ryan Wingo. Another five-star, so potentially two five-stars in one class. Bold move by the Colonel. Yes, yes, it hit very little upside in that. Yes, bold <laughs> move He said he thought Mizzou would get him. He, has a, he doesn't put those future casts in very often, and he put one in for Ryan Wingo. How about that? Wingo won't decide till December. But, yeah, that's uh, what he says. Yeah, he said if you had to guess right now, Ryan Wingo will be a Tiger. Ooh, it's exciting. So yeah. don't lay an egg against South Dakota or Memphis or who do we have? Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And then take care of business. It's Kansas State. And whew, we can have a fun year. Doug, go have Jackson run that $10,000 out, just like he's running mine, to put the over on Missouri's six and a half wins. Fight Tiger. Well... They may get there, but I've, I've wow. seen it too much. I've seen it too much to think that all of a sudden this year they're going to be a different team and, and make a serious run. Well, I, how many I did they win so. last year? Six. Seven. Oh. Seven? Did they? Did they go six and seven? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Maybe I'm off. <laughs> The fact that you're as big of a fan hey, as you I count Auburn as a win. I count Auburn. That scares yeah. me. <laughs> they were no, six you're and right. Seven, you're right. Am I right? Correct. And you had the Kentucky Bizarro World thing. You yeah, had Warren Dam Eagle. Yep. And I'm not counting Georgia by any means, but Georgia was there. Well, yeah. I mean, that changes the entire world. For real, in the regular season, 9-3. and three. Absolutely. And whatever goes on in bowl games, you know, whatever. You no, know. they had some close Here's, I'm going to use my left hand uh, jerk-off motion now for another gif, uh, whoever creates those. KG Town or Derek uh, D-Bear. So mm. anyway, yeah. I mean, listen, you don't win all of those, of course, but... 
the point being, there was progress, and 18 of those players are coming back. I mean, the defense is getting national recognition now as one of the top 10 preseason defenses in the country. Really? Yeah. Saw it yesterday on collegesports.com sure, or something. Just hand Jackson the 10,000 yes. and then make the decision yes. once he gets out there. And there's depth. He's going to have five inch inseams. Marvin really Burks. excited about this club. Marvin Burks, who's a true freshman out of Cardinal Ritter, is maybe cracking the lineup because, I mean, he is that highly touted out of these spring ball and, and early fall camp practices. And they have so much depth on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, so much. So even if there's injuries, you know, next man up. I have a lot of confidence that their defense outside of Tennessee is going to take care of business. Is Missouri the only team in the country that has an offensive guru that the team gets better when he doesn't touch the offensive playbook? I have to say that the only problem that I have with, like, the whole drink thing is, like, the offense statistically and their players were clearly better, Brady Cook especially, when he, like, didn't have a say in the offense. Give him credit for the self-awareness. To, I did. To, I, yeah. Hiring in the offseason. Yep. So that's why I think they'll get to eight because I think Brady six, Cook will be a different player. They pay him $6 million a year so he doesn't coach too much. <laughs> Doug, There's a lot on his plate, though. Doug, I can float you the 10 racks if you just want to. Don't say 10 racks. <laughs> I like that. 10 racks. I can just float Jackson, I really might. I, although I have a proxy for that circa millions. I mean, so I guess I could have him place the bet. If the number really is six and a half, I may go heavy. For real, I don't know if it's ten racks heavy, but it 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 could be heavy for me, for me heavy. So well, there's four autos, right? And you don't want to say automatics, but like you would think, yeah. What are our four autos? We I got, don't have we got the South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State, correct? Memphis, you're probably counting? put Memphis in there. Vanderbilt, yeah. you're Van- counting? Memphis is in the 65 percent to 70 plus percent range of Vanderbilt would be probably level. equal. That's it. I it's think. on the road. And Tough then there's a, then there's a bunch of like. 10-foot putts, which usually fall into the category. I guess PGA Tour players make 50% of 8-foot putts. So, that's... They got South Carolina, right? They got Carolina. Who they seem to handle pretty well, yeah, although that's, that's, that's a team on the rise. Columbia. They got Kentucky and Lexington. They got Arkansas and Fay. What do you say, Doug Favel? I don't say Fayetteville. I think Arkansas no, could run over Missouri. I don't know what, uh, what the situation is in Gainesville this year. I'm sorry, Gainesville. They're coming late. I know, Late they got to come up here. They yeah. don't do that to them too often. They've only done that one other time where they come up in November, I believe, since Missouri's gone to the SEC. I mean, the only home game you, you would think that there's really a tough uphill battle is Tennessee. Other oh, LSU, LSU and Tennessee. But So they have essentially, what, seven home games because you got to kind of count St. Louis right. against Memphis. So you win five of those, and then you just have to take care of a couple of those cupcakes. When Missouri had a, the, their two best seasons in our lifetime, anyway, and I guess people cite, what, what year was that, Doug? 69, maybe, where they had a great team and then the loss? Or was Went it 60? to the Orange Bowl and lost to Penn State, I think. Um, but there Gary was some McMillan loss against Can- the Kansas that wasn't supposed to happen, and then Kansas had an ineligible player. I don't know what the hell it was for a time. Point being, both in 07 and in 13, they had a bunch of returning players. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would call the schedule favorable like it wound up being in 07 and 13 relative to those great teams from the Big 12 and SEC have the Blue Bloods having down years uh, like Nebraska was down at that time. And the and now Nebraska for, for Jack Jackson really didn't live at a time when Nebraska was what we grew up with, which was, you know, curb stomping Missouri. Absolutely. And their fans traveled too. I remember. Yeah, they did. Boy, yeah. did they ever. I mean, what else are they doing? That 07 year, the tough uh, Oklahoma on that schedule would be like our Georgia on the schedule this year. That's correct. And they had I to go remember, to Norman, but and, they played and them they tight. And, and that's <laughs> when I started to go, hold on a second. Are they legitimate? Right. And then I looked at the schedule. I remember saying this on the radio and I, and I, when I was, at Pickle's house interviewing him for the podcast, I said, 
Were you in a weird spot in 2007 where you were cheering for Kansas to be undefeated when you played them at Arrowhead? Because then it would put you in a better spot. Like if you beat a a six and five Kansas team, nobody gives a damn. Right. But if they're undefeated and they were kind of a smoke and mirrors undefeated, you know, I don't think they had a tough schedule, relatively speaking, that year. I think they had one really good, surprising win. And, and I'm not downplaying Kansas. They were good. I don't have anything against Mark Kansas. Mark Mangino had the largest leather Letterman's jacket <laughs> yes, that's ever did. been produced in the open market. It's, it's yeah. like an app. It was like almost like a quill. It was a tent. <laughs> Uh, guys, I love James, and he is an insurance guru, but listing the Mizzou fans in the preseason is logical. Watching a Charlie <laughs> Brown run to kick the football, K-State finna peppermint patty that ass. Oh. Doug, that's from Arbor Day. Keep that same energy. Yeah. Just keep that same energy. Yeah, well, we can do a little Venmo offline. And now uh, Todd Reesing, who is obviously yes. rock chalk, says, if Darren is on it, you know it won't happen. That's from <laughs> oh. Sod Reesing. Well, then it's perfect for me. If, I'm, if it hits, I'm right. If it not, then we what have is a nice... Uh, you know what their t- win total is, Plavok? I would assume it's around that range. Six and, six and a half. New quarterback, a lot of new players on defense, but Bielema recruited pretty well. Who's their field general? Transfer from Ole Miss. Oh. Six and a half for the Illinois. That's why I, th- I thought it'd be around there. Big Ten tough, so I'd be happy with a six, seven win season again. That's... Uh, J- Jackson's father is Mr. Siders? No, he is not. No way. <laughs> Jack, he, here he got British right yeah, there. The where, where'd that come from? Well, we're talking about Mr. Siders here. Uh, he says, yeah, Mizzou's going to blow this year. Thanks, Mr. Siders. Good take. <laughs> good, good. Here they good come. Take. Uh, Bring it on. That's the thing about it. When you talk Cardinals, usually everybody's united, whether they're anti the current front office or whatever. The, when you talk college sports around here, it, it gets it gets, you know, people have their... Their things, which is good. It's better and probably better in Kansas City because you have KUK State oh, and Missouri. Maybe a little Nebraska and Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. Hell, I don't know. That's why getting a five star out of that out of that area, I think, would be so. And, big. and, that, and he announces when? No, 13th. a week from today. Yeah, a week from today and tonight, Marcus Allen. Yeah, that's right. Which would be the highest rated basketball recruit they've gotten since the Porters. Yeah, about the, that, Doug. The big thing about Missouri is you can now get NIL money. Instantly, once you make your commitment. No, so. once you sign your letter of intent. Is it sign your letter yeah, of intent? Yeah, so December-ish. Okay. But yeah, that but is, well, that's a huge advantage. You're right, because right, if yeah. you're an in-state, you can have life-changing money in high school. You know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge deal. And there's some big numbers being floated about williams Winery. Like how much? 750000 God bless. <laughs> sign <laughs> yes. years old. Yes. Generational oh God, talent. What do I do with that? And then uh, a year later, he'll say, you know what? I don't like it there's here. Gotta Alabama, be, what, what will you there's pay There's got to be some sort of contract where if you're not playing there, you know, obviously – these probably come in installments. I don't know, Doug, but I mean, I think it, Mizzou's NIL is being rumored to be competitive. That is it's correct. not going to be as big as Oregon's, more than likely, or Georgia's. This is, uh, somebody texted in Illinois should be over as well. They have their weakest schedule in years, and I'm just glancing at their schedule, and I would agree with that. Like, their tough opponents are in Champaign, and I don't even know. I mean, Penn State certainly is, I would imagine, their toughest opponent, Plowhawk, but they got a they got their schedule really is. No, they avoided everything, um, which is they gotta nice. go to, They got to go to Rock Chalk on September eighth. How about that? See, I, big I, day I, for Missouri fans. Oh, I'll be rooting for Illinois big time. <laughs> Thank you, James. Yeah, you got it. I don't. I don't have like I've, I've been to so many of those bragging rights games, and then certainly the football game I loved because that was you know Mizzou's peak those few years. I, I never had any hatred toward Illinois. It doesn't, you know, like the Kansas game, that 07 game in Arrowhead, that would have affected me. Why do you in a hate poor Kansas? way had we lost that game? <laughs> but you hate Kansas because you've been told 100 years to hate of, Kansas. 100, no, here's why. I moved from St. Louis to Wichita in seventh grade. 
and everybody's rock chalk out there. And so I was the Mizzou guy, and those basketball games were really, really strong in 97 that first year that uh, Kansas' only loss was to Mizzou. I was at that game. Yeah. Doug, was that Albert White? I don't know. So anyway, From Inkster, Michigan, am I right on that? Hatred. Where's my nurse? Where'd you live in Wichita? Uh, My parents grew up in Wichita. North, on the north, uh, northeast side. Oh, near yeah. where the Wichita Wings would practice. <laughs> Maybe so. My it's grandfather been, was a principal at East High School for How about years. that? Yeah. yeah, that's still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's still there. Uh, we Unfortunately, we got to go. Otherwise, oh. I could sit here and talk. That's uh, right. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, the great James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and arm, call James Carlton. State Farm Jackson, what do I need to tell people about? Longo Biggs Injury Law. Longo right. Biggs Injury Law. That's CD and Doug. See you, James. Uh, See you. Longo Biggs. Uh, if you are injured in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You might not be able to work or provide for your family, and you're probably getting the runaround from the insurance company you've been talking to. Do not fight this fight alone. CD Longo and Doug Biggs are St. Louisans. They're TMA listeners, and they have the Longo Biggs Injury Law from they'll take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim, all you got to do is go to longobigs.com. You're going to get personal attention as either Doug or CD will personally handle your case. Sometimes you hear law firms and they're out of state, and then they just delegate to somebody local, and they say, okay, settle this thing ASAP. That's not the way it's going to work with Doug or CD at Longo Biggs. Longo Biggs Injury Law accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Longobigs.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Plow, you might have to bite because, oh, no, I said vite. Vite means vote. Oh, gotcha. But Iggy oh. has just re-entered the studio. Okay. And so Iggy, oh, Iggy, welcome back. Good morning. I like to weigh myself first thing in the morning. I strip down so that above my above-average hog floats free in the wind. Oh. I weigh 198.9 pounds. And then I engage in some light morning mud extrusion. Oh! And then I weigh 196.2 pounds. I then do not eat until 1 p.m. with at least one recreational in that time. I feel light as a feather and naughty little corporate boy sled come lunchtime. It gets the other dads in my wings seething with pre. What are we doing with Dylan Carlson? It's obvious at this point he will be shipped off in the offseason to a team that actually knows how to develop talent at the big league level. We kind of pivoted off one and went right into another. Was it a paragraph break or anything? There was a paragraph break in there. I'd like to enter something into the predictionary. Carlson will be moved in the offseason, and he will hit 30 home runs and bat 275 for his new team, making an all-star team. Thanks, Danny Tanner. Oh, Danny Tanner. Hey, kids, today we're going to learn about the dangers of hot boy meat. All right, imagine meat is like your favorite ice cream. You know how when you take your ice cream out of the freezer and leave it on the table for a long time, it starts to get all melty and yucky? Well, meat can't act a bit like that, too. Oh, meat can act a bit like that, too, but in a different way. Meat has tiny little bits called bacteria that you can't see with your eyes. Some of these bacteria are okay, but some can make you sick if they grow too much. When you leave meat out for too long, these bacteria start to have a big party and multiply super fast. They make the meat not safer to eat anymore. Mm. So it's really important to put your meat in the fridge or freezer, a bucket of ice on a Southwest flight to keep those bacteria from having their party. If you want to eat the meat, you have to make sure it stays cold. That way you can enjoy your yummy food without worrying about any sneaky bacteria making you feel sick. That's all for today. Next week we'll learn about fibbing. You may be surprised to learn that even old people can fib. And some live in apartments. Forever. <laughs> what kind of uh, stay was tuned. that? Some DraftKings Cal. Doug, this is the filtered file. DraftKings Cal. 
I watched today's show as if I were a pro sports scout and Tim hit it out of the park. But this email is a cautionary tale about how long distance relationships don't work. Too painful to give an exact date. So let's just say the 1980s. We were both serious about making it work, so we figured it would. And then he moved to the middle of nowhere, Missouri, a town called Columbia. Well, by the end of the semester, my beeper was going crazy with messages about him cheating. Turned out all you had to do was tell him you were in the chess club and his khakis would come off and he would just start giving you a hand roll. Now I'm going to stop that story to start a new one. Same guy, 2023. Give him the long distance thing one more try. He's on Sunset Hills and I'm in Arnold. Same time zone, but different counties and different weather patterns. There's a different weather pattern in Jefferson County? Oh, it's so far south, sure. It's part of the fun. It's raining here, huh? Crazy, it's sunny here, huh? But apparently I didn't learn my lesson from the first time. Saturday night he sends me a picture. He's at the foundry having a good old time. What he didn't realize was... His iPhone was set to live, so when I clicked on the picture, it was a short movie. As it panned out, a shirtless man with a Marlboro Red hanging out of his mouth handed him back his phone. It cut as off as my lover started licking the other man's nipples as a thank you. Mm. That's from Chief Spread Eagle. As a thank you. Chief Spread Eagle. With all the back-to-skeel talk, this would be a good time to remind everyone that golf tryouts start today at 1. You need a current physical on file or you won't be allowed to try out for the team. Anyone who can successfully chip 9 out of 10 balls onto the biggest green in America from 15 feet away will automatically be on the team. Anyone unable to execute the required number of chip shots will have a second chance to make the team by providing a few topless photos of their dad or their uncle. And anyone providing seductive pictures of their grandpa in a Speedo will automatically be promoted to the varsity squad. I'm not talking about a picture of your grandpa taken in the 1980s when he was in shape either. Current photos only. I want to see flabby arms and dense, great chest hair. I'm talking about chest hair so thick and fluffy that I could use your grandfather's torso as my pillow. Mustaches are preferred but not required. Reminder, players are not allowed to steal their opponent's sack lunches and they may not take off their shirt on the course. This is high school golf, not some Brentwood Hoosier festival. It's from the JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. Hi. Let's put aside the ice for the time being. The burgers were purchased the night before the flight. They then sat out all night. What would it matter if you suddenly put back? <laughs> He's just full crestfallen mode over there. The hands are completely covering his face. There's more burger content emails, but I left those out. <laughs> put burgers on ice after they've been sitting out for 12 hours already. The ice is not the key part of the story. Now, let's interrupt this email for a moment to look over at Iggy. Has the crest begun? (laughs) I bet it has. Now, back to the email. According to the USDA, cooked hamburgers should not be out at room temperature for more than two hours. The flight time from Vegas to St. Louis is over three hours. The grossest factor stands on its own. I rest my case. Thanks, Mr. Licks. Mr. Licks. And finally, Doug, you knew he'd come calling. Yeah, Bucks will. That's right. Sandy Hawkins, Doug. You got the Cardinals in last place. Bryson DeChambeau shot 58. The United States women's national team were eliminated from the World Cup. Iggy needs Hubbard IT to log into his email again. We can hear about Plowsy's Colorado trip. Jackson's aspiring career as a bull. But I think the lead is the ongoing investigation into whether Iggy ate a day-old burger that was ever on ice. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the choice was discussing the Cardinals pulling out our pews with tweezers. And I thought the presentation could use the follow-up on last week's nitwittery. 
My anonymous haters can taste me. Oh. I have no ill will towards Steve Estepare, but we're both just trying to get to the bottom of this in and out Burger Southwest Airlines eyes story. Last week, Jackson talked about wanting to get in and out Burger when he's in Vegas. Iggy decided to tell a story about Sarah Estepare bringing him burgers. The way he told the story, it was implied he picked her up from the airport and had the burgers the same day. Even then, the rest of the dais was horrified that he ate five-hour-old burgers, at which point Iggy decided to mention that Sarah had the stewardess put him on ice, at which point KG immediately called the bluff and it became the focus of TF for the remainder of the show. Mm -hmm. The listener who is friends with Sarah was not listening live and ended up fact-checking with his friend, as anyone would if they heard Iggy tell a story about one of their friends on air. I thought it would help fill some time. As for Tower T, and as for the clip, it was just 49 seconds of TMA decided to play a clip of me. It wasn't even the clip, just Iggy saying he kind of liked it and suggested people go watch it. Iggy gaslighting me now as far as my role in saving Tower T, but we all know the score. Certainly the new owners deserve the most credit, but I spoke at a dozen meetings and edited clips that countered the false done deal narrative. Buck Swope. Oh. And Doug, that's what we have. Buck Swope with a nice little email this morning. For the filtered file this I was morning. just being nice. I've never seen your videos. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm going to go with a fellow by the name of uh, JV Golf Coach. I thought he had the top email of the day. Uh, Kevin Miller. He oh, wasn't even on there test. anymore, was he? Yeah, whoever the... Chief Spread Eagle? Chief Spread Eagle. <laughs> Kevin Miller. That was? <laughs> God, I think I mean we have a lot of worthy competitors mm -hmm. today. You I thought know. Danny Tanner's redirect was the best, actually. Uh, Plowhawk, well, speak of the house. Up to you. Uh, JV Golf Coach. Oh, JV okay, Golf Coach okay. is one. All right. Good. The design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And now we're all going to win because we're going to go do a balloon party, Doug. Like and you can switch yeah. over to the YouTube on 101 ESPN. And they're really starting to interact now. Now they're starting to get along in that YouTube chat. Jackson and I are headed down the hallway for the Plowhawk for action. Jackson for Kenneth Higgins, Trevor for my brother Kevin for Douglas Sullivan, and Tim McCurney. This is Ben. Ryan Kelly, morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studio.